Welcome to Kansas Ag Report. I'm Ken Rogers. We continue our celebration of Beef Month in Kansas throughout the month of May. So in the program today, we'll be joined once again by Kevin Thielen from the Kansas Beef Council to talk about those all-important export markets and Colin Woodall from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association with an update of what's going on in Washington, D.C. Also, an update from the Kansas Soybean Commission and Kansas Department of Agriculture and our weekly feature from the Kansas Livestock Association and Paragon Ag Advisors. Another good show. Stay with us at the Kansas Ag Report. Closed captioning brought to you by the Soybean Checkoff, progress powered by Kansas farmers. KansasSoybeans.org. Farm Bureau, a grassroots ag organization representing the state's farmers and ranchers since 1919. KFB.org. Kansas Weed Commission, leaders in the adoption of profitable innovations for use. wheat. Online at KSWheat.com. Kansas Livestock Association. Supporting our members' business interests to meet consumers' demands. KLA.org. And it is Beef Month in Kansas, and Kevin Thielen, uh, with the Executive Director of the Kansas Beef Council, joins us once again. And Kevin, uh, over the month we've talked about uh, finding demand domestically and some of those uh, uh, good cuts from it be a burger or a steak, but, but really uh, one of the things that's very important is that export market uh, all around the world. Yeah, and, and the checkoff has an arm, um, a marketing arm that is called the U.S. Meat Export Federation. And that entity focuses on trying to expand um, uh, protein, essentially, into various markets. You know, do a lot of work in Japan, uh, Korea, Mexico, just to name a few. And the goal is, is um, Created you know, with that free version meat, for non-commercial so use. pork. Um, really trying to to get those products into those countries and what's really neat about the US MEF is that uh, you have uh, the beef checkoff invest money in it, our board invests money into it but you also have groups like Kansas corn and uh, soybean who put money into it because they know that by exporting that protein they're really exporting you know their products their grains as well so kind of neat um, we actually came together with Kansas Corn and we targeted Mexico and Korea uh, with some individual promotions in those markets. Um, you know, for example, Costco in Korea started selling um, U.S. beef and they sold a chilled product. And we've seen a real increase in sales over there in those markets. And it's a lot of times it's it's driven by that consumer recognizing the quality of the product that we're shipping over there. So a lot of opportunity in those export markets. Folks haven't had a chance Created to go overseas with free version and see for U.S. Use. beef in the in in the meat case. It's quite an experience and get an opportunity to talk to some of those folks. I've been to South Korea and other places and 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 what what the great thing is about U.S. beef and Kansas beef is the quality. They know they've got a great quality product. They do and. Um, you know, the, the other neat thing that I always think about is we're exporting, you know, the entire animal. Um, so you think about even products like uh, liver and, and tongues that maybe don't have a huge demand here for us, but you in international markets such as Egypt, you know, you really can increase the, the value of those products and, and bring back more dollars for that producer. So uh, they, USMEF does a great job of, of targeting those markets and, and and really focusing on demand of the entire animal. 
Well, all right, Kevin. Well, again, we encourage everybody to enjoy your favorite cut of beef during beef month, whether it be a burger, steak, roast, whatever that is. And uh, we got to keep that demand up. All Created with free version for non-commercial use. And please, if you have any more information, if you'd like to search out more information, both on our program and what we do, go to can uh, kansasbeef.org. Kevin, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you, Ken. I'm Ken Rogers. Thanks for watching the Kansas Ag Report. This segment brought to you by Kansas Livestock Association, supporting our members' business interests to meet consumers' demands. KLA.org. Oldie Seed Farms, carrying soil-specific seed. Find them on the web at oldieseed.com. That's O-H-L-D-E seed.com. Grass and grain, online or in the mail. Keeping Kansas farmers informed for over 60 years. Grassandgrain.com. Kansas Weed Commission, leaders in the adoption of profitable innovations for wheat. Online at kswheat.com. Imagine having someone help you pick the best corn hybrids for every field on your farm. Your oldie representative can combine your Created data with, with his data for to offer a field-by-field -field prescription. Contact Oldie Seed today at 877-692-4555. All over the country, more and more communities are making the change to biodiesel made from U.S. soybean oil. And the decision continues improving the health and welfare for millions of Americans while adding billions to our national economy. What does a brighter, more sustainable future look like in our cities and towns, and how do we get there? When New York needed an alternative fuel source to reduce carbon emissions, the city found what it needed in biodiesel made from U.S. soybean oil. The producer-funded Kansas Wheat Innovation Center was built to get improved varieties into the hands of farmers faster. Kansas Wheat, farmers advancing their future through wheat genetics research. Created with free version for non-commercial What if U.S. soybean oil were an industry sensation? If end users started asking for it by name? That future is here, the time is now. To meet customer demands, the soybean checkoff is investing in varieties that produce oil with increased functionality. A message from the Kansas Soybean Commission, the Soybean Checkoff, progress powered by Kansas farmers. Welcome back to the show. A few weeks ago, we were in Washington, D.C. and caught up with Colin Woodall from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Lots of things going on in Washington, D.C. Start with the farm bill. Overall, we're very happy with what came out of the House Agriculture Committee, specifically with the establishment of our vaccine bank to protect us from the foot and mouth disease. Created uh, we're with very excited that Chairman Conway use. made this a priority and found the funding to get us uh, on the books. It wasn't everything we were asking for, but he got us started, and we're very thankful for that. Where the Farm Bill goes from here, of course, is anybody's question, and it's one of the biggest parlor games being played in Washington, D.C. right now among ag lobbyists. All I know is that it's good for the cattle industry, and we're going to do everything we can to get this thing passed and hopefully get a final Farm Bill done before the current bill expires on September 30th. 
We have a little riff in the House. Uh, House Democrats and the committee, nobody voted for it. Uh, there's kind of a he said, he said on who's to blame or who's to not, or is it simply just politics? Do you think the votes are there as we move forward that uh, this might get done uh, in a timely manner? You know, it is disappointing to see that it was passed by a party line vote because historically farm bills have been bipartisan in nature. That being said, we have to look at the underlying bill. And from the perspective of NCBA and the beef industry, this is a good bill. And so that's why we're going to push both sides. The Created Republicans, with free version the Democrats, and use. even some of the factions like the Freedom Caucus to understand that this is a good bill and we need to get it done now because waiting is not going to improve this bill. Trying to wait for some sort of new approach is not going to improve this bill. And we need certainty, and certainty does not include an extension of the current bill. We need this bill passed, and we need it passed now. Speaking of uh, certainty and moving forward, uh, uh, since you and I talked, uh, I think Paul Ryan has decided not to run for re-election, which means uh, uh, there's a, kind of a battle or be a runoff for speaker. Uh, I know you, you're not going to take sides in a sense, but uh, one thing is that uh, agriculture probably needs somebody that understands it and can help be a champion in the House side, whoever that new speaker might be. Now, we definitely want a speaker who understands the role of agriculture in this country and more importantly wants to help work with us. So we're going to be watching this uh, very closely and you're right we're not going to take sides on this because we know several of the people who probably will be in the race. A lot of them are good individuals. This is a decision that the members of Congress have to make. Created we're going with to do free version for non-commercial sure use. That we continue to work with them and to make sure that agriculture is a priority moving forward. We'll continue our conversation with Colin Woodall from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association in just a moment. You're watching the Kansas Ag Report. This segment brought to you by Farm Bureau, a grassroots ag organization representing the state's farmers and ranchers since 1919. KFB.org. Oldie Seed Farms, carrying soil-specific seed. Find them on the web at oldieseed.com. That's O-H-L-D-E seed.com. Grass and grain, online or in the mail. Keeping Kansas farmers informed for over 60 years. Grassandgrain.com Kansas Weed Commission, leaders in the adoption of profitable innovations for wheat. Online at kswheat.com Welcome back. Colin Woodall from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association talks a whole lot of things about trade. Created the with overall free trade discussion for here in Washington, D.C. is quite interesting right now. A great example is looking at the comments that the president made in the Rose Garden just a little over a week ago where he said that he wanted to maybe explore the possibility of going back into the Trans-Pacific Partnership, TPP. And then just a few days later, he was making comments that maybe the TPP wasn't such a great deal after all. So this is really kind of the overall yo-yo that we have seen in talking about trade deals. And we keep hearing that we are close on the finalization of the NAFTA renegotiation. We've been hearing we've been close for quite some time. We don't exactly know what to believe, to be honest with you. But the fact is, like everything in Washington, D.C., it's not done till it's done. So we continue to deliver the message to the White House that they need to get this done because we, we are. We're, we're running out of time now. Here we are coming in the end of April, first part of May. We're about a month, month and a half away from the Mexican presidential election. We know that if we're not done by then, that this thing won't get done until 2019. Created and that with just free causes more uncertainty use. out there. And the last thing that we like in the cattle business, especially on the marketing side, is uncertainty. And then, of course, we have the South Korean agreement, Chorus. We understand it's complete. We understand that they left our provisions alone, which is a good thing for us. 
but we also understand that the president's probably going to sit on it until he has some additional conversations with North and South Korea. So again, uncertainty. So overall right now, it's uncertainty when it comes to the discussion of trade. One of the issues that you've been dealing with, really, it started as a grassroots and uh, continues, and th that is uh, something that we wouldn't think we'd have to defend, but that is the definition of, of uh, meat and the definition of beef. It's the overall issue of fake meat. You know, there's two different things that we're looking at right now. One is the products that you can already find in the grocery store that are based on vegetable protein. We have pushed FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, to make sure that they enforce our standards of identity so that way these products can't be called beef. It's a similar fight that we have seen in the dairy industry with the use of the term milk. With free for us, we're for really focused on use. the lab-grown product or the cultured product. They want to be in the meat industry. So we make it very clear, if they're going to be in the meat industry, they need to be inspected like all the rest of us in the meat industry. That means the Food Safety Inspection Service needs to give them the same scrutiny that we have. So that's our first ask, is to make sure that happens, because that's not currently happening. Then after that, to make sure that they understand that they can't use the term beef. They're not beef. We're not against the technology. We're not against these products. If they want to come to market, that's great, but they need to be labeled what they are, and they're not beef. Last thing I just want to talk about, USDA has also made some more announcements, some more uh, sub-level people. Things are filled out, at least starting to fill out even more, which has got to be a good thing as far as so you know who to talk to. It is good, especially with the nomination of an Undersecretary for Natural Resources, but we're really waiting on this Undersecretary of Food Safety. We need that more than anything else right now. We haven't seen any nominees. version for non-commercial use. What if U.S. soybean oil were an industry sensation? If end users started asking for it by name? That future is here, the time is now. To meet customer demands, the Soybean Checkoff is investing in varieties that produce oil with increased functionality. A message from the Kansas Soybean Commission, the Soybean Checkoff, progress powered by Kansas farmers. Imagine having someone help you pick the best corn hybrids for every field on your farm. Your oldie representative can combine Created your data with, with his data to offer a field-by-field -field prescription. Contact Oldie Seed today at 877-692-4555. The producer-funded Kansas Wheat Innovation Center was built to get improved varieties into the hands of farmers faster. Kansas Wheat, farmers advancing their future through wheat genetics research. Spring is sprung and Premier Farm and Home has what you need to keep your yard crabgrass free throughout the season. With a complete line of pre-emergence, you can stop crabgrass before it starts. Premier Farm and Home, 900 Southwest University Boulevard or find them on the web at haycow.com. The American Soybean Association is accepting applications for its new Ag Voices of the Future program, sponsored by Valent USA. It is for young people interested in improving their understanding of major policy issues that affect soybean farmers, the importance of advocacy, and careers that can influence use. agricultural policy. 
The Ag Voices of the Future class will be conducted in conjunction with the ASA Board of Directors meeting and Soy Issues Forum July 9 through 12 in Washington, D.C. Agriculture needs more leaders in Washington who understand the needs of farmers and their industry partners, especially as they relate to the development of laws and regulations that affect productivity and profitability. The proportion of rural congressional districts is at its lowest point in history. More than half of the U.S. population currently resides in 39 of the nation's largest cities. As a result, congressional staffs, regulatory agencies, and other federal positions often are filled by those with limited understanding of farming and related industries. Ag Voices of the Future will expose young people with farm connections to major policy issues and advocacy. It also use. will encourage them to consider careers with industry associations and in the government. For more information and to complete an online application, visit soygrowers.com on the web and find Ag Voices of the Future under the Learn tab. Applications are due June 1. At the end of May, Blue Jackets from across the state will head to Manhattan as K-State plays host to the 90th Kansas FFA Convention. The state convention is an opportunity to celebrate the impact FFA makes in the lives of students and communities throughout Kansas and to recognize the leadership and skills being developed through this valuable educational program. The Kansas Department of Agriculture is committed to supporting ag education and FFA throughout the state because we know that today's ag ed students are tomorrow's agriculture leaders and agriculture workforce. There are more than 13,000 agriculture education students in Kansas high schools and 195 active FFA chapters in Kansas. And it continues to grow with new agriculture education use. programs and FFA chapters as schools across the state recognize the importance of ag education in both rural and urban settings. Ag education in Kansas schools combines classroom instruction with work-based learning through supervised agricultural experience programs, known as SAEs, that give students hands-on experiences in workplace settings in their communities. Last year, a dozen Ag Ed students attended the first Youth Water Advocates program dedicated to water conservation awareness, and some are developing water-focused SAEs. Also last summer, KDA hosted the first SAE Summit, attended by 25 ag educators, focused on teaching tips and tools for placing all students in an SAE partnership. KDA is proud to support FFA during the state convention and throughout the year, as ag ed is the foundation for the future of agriculture. For more about FFA or ag education in Kansas, go to the KDA website at agriculture.ks.gov slash ag ed. What if U.S. soybean oil were an industry sensation? Created with free version for non-commercial use. Started asking for it by name. That future is here. The time is now. To meet customer demands, the soybean checkoff is investing in varieties that produce oil with increased functionality. A message from the Kansas Soybean Commission: The Soybean Checkoff, progress powered by Kansas farmers. You need a partner that you can count on to be there for your business. Providing a depth of understanding to risk management issues so you don't have to. A knowledgeable support team located in your area, delivering products and services to make you more successful.
The producer-funded Kansas Wheat Innovation Center was built to get improved varieties Created into with the free hands version of for non-commercial use. Kansas Wheat, farmers advancing their future through wheat genetics research. Kansas Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture, represents grassroots agriculture. The state's largest and most powerful farm organization stands up for its members through leadership development, agriculture education, legal defense, environmental advocacy, farm safety, and risk management. Members also enjoy money-saving benefits. To join our organization today or to learn more, go to www.kfb.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. What does a brighter, more sustainable future look like in our cities and towns, and how do we get there? When New York needed an alternative fuel source to reduce carbon emissions, the city found what it needed in biodiesel made from U.S. soybean oil. Imagine having someone help you pick the best corn hybrids for every field on Created your farm. Created with free version for non-commercial use. Can combine your data with his data to offer a field-by-field -field prescription. Contact Oldie Seed today at 877-692-4555. The producer-funded Kansas Wheat Innovation Center was built to get improved varieties into the hands of farmers faster. Kansas Wheat, farmers advancing their future through wheat genetics research. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef has opened a 60-day public comment period on its new sustainability framework or key areas important to beef sustainability. These indicators will help ranchers, auction markets, feed yards, packers, supermarkets, and restaurants continuously improve the sustainability of U.S. beef. The framework was developed through the collective efforts of more than 200 individuals serving on the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, including Created members of the National Cattlemen's Beef use. Association and Kansas Livestock Association. Priority indicators identified by this group are animal health and well-being, efficiency and yield, employee safety, land resources, water resources, and air and greenhouse gas emissions. The metrics and self-assessment guides will serve to assist each segment meet sustainability challenges. Members of the public, including ranchers and feeders, are encouraged to review and provide constructive input on the draft sustainability indicators at usrsbframework.org. The comment period will end July 1st. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef was created three years ago to advance, support, and communicate continuous improvement in the sustainability of U.S. beef. NCBA and KLA are founding members of the Roundtable, which includes other producer groups, supermarket and restaurant operators, non-governmental non organizations, use. and academic institutions. The Roundtable is promoting major accomplishments in beef sustainability and looking for opportunities for all sectors in the beef value chain to improve from cow-calf inception rates at the producer end to reducing food waste with consumers. Good morning. I'm Derek Ermish with Paragon Ag. School is out for summer after this week and it brings to memory a time when I used to be so excited I could barely contain myself. I was so happy. As a young boy, my enjoyment for reading and learning was far outweighed by my hatred of having my schedule dictated to me and being told what I could and could not do. 
When summer hit, the book learning was replaced with chores, baseball, and long walks with my dog to nowhere in particular. Summertime was great then, and it's still great now, but some things have changed. Summertime, for a farmer, is the busiest time of year with all the day-to-day -day task of getting a crop Created started with and maintained, free version for non -commercial not use. to mention if you have livestock to take care of on top of that. It is also the busiest time of year when it comes to making marketing decisions. Somewhere this year it will get too hot, maybe too dry, maybe too wet. A new story will develop concerning China or South America. The market will move one way, then another. You'll get some grain sold, or maybe you won't. And like clockwork, you'll question the decisions you make, and if the market starts to go down a path you're not comfortable with, you may decide to just turn everything off and ignore the markets to focus on chores, hopefully leaving some time for baseball and maybe a walk with your dog. It's important to not get too stressed out or emotionally embroiled with the day-to-day -day moves of the market, but ignoring the markets during the summer months is a recipe for disaster. I would not recommend it. I'm Derek Kermish. Have a good day. And that's our show this week. Be sure to follow us online at kansasagreport.net, on social media, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ken Rogers. We'll see you next week. Closed captioning brought to you by The Soybean Checkoff. Progress powered by Kansas farmers. KansasSoybeans.org. Created with free version for non-commercial Farm use. Bureau, a grassroots ag organization representing the state's farmers and ranchers since 1919. KFB.org. Kansas Weed Commission, leaders in the adoption of profitable innovations for wheat. Online at KSWheat.com. Kansas Livestock Association, supporting our members' business interests to meet consumers' demands. KLA.org. What if U.S. soybean oil were an industry sensation? If end users started asking for it by name? That future is here, the time is now. To meet customer demands, the Soybean Checkoff is investing in varieties that produce oil with increased functionality. A message from the Kansas Soybean Commission, the Soybean Checkoff. Progress powered by Kansas Farmers. Kansas Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture, represents grassroots agriculture. Use. The state's largest and most powerful farm organization stands up for its members through leadership development, agriculture education, legal defense, environmental advocacy, farm safety, and risk management. Members also enjoy money-saving benefits. To join our organization today or to learn more, go to www.kfb.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. The producer-funded Kansas Wheat Innovation Center 
was built to get improved varieties into the hands of farmers faster. Kansas Wheat, farmers advancing their future through wheat genetics research.